Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right that's right hey <laughs> how you doing today i'm doing good how about yourself i'm doing fine so 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 we know how to twerk huh you you said what <laughs> we we know how to twerk huh Oh hell yeah! Well, I only yeah. learned how to twerk three years ago. <laughs> well, shit, from, from watching this here, you you you, you seem like you learned very well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to look stupid. <laughs> I was I was going through your your, your feed. I said, "Oh shit, she's not a booty clapper there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see you gonna be wide open at your birthday party out this piece. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm ready as I could be, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not really, but I'm as ready as it's going to be. I'm excited. My friend's flying in from out of town. Mm-hmm. I have some other okay. girls coming, so I'm pretty pumped up. And how did you hook up? The, the, well, you just knew a club owner, or you rented the club, or... Okay, so this is... The club is fairly... Well, the club has been around for a while, but they changed owners and changed names. And mm-hmm. so... Um, around the time I started my, but after I just reached out to strippers because I really wanted to interview strippers. I feel like I had had like the kind of porn stars and OnlyFans people. I wanted some strippers. Well, they were just mm-hmm. so hard to get in contact with. So I just reached out to the club itself and was like, Hey, can I come interview some of the staff and the dancers? I went and interviewed them that day. They fell in love with me. I don't know. I don't know why, but shout out to passion. Mm-hmm. love them um and then with you i mean you got a smile that just brought up the room babe come on man. yeah they they like me interviewing so i guess i just showed them a lot of love they shout me out all the time i shout them out and you know they just gave me a thing oh no doubt and i see that you have done work with one of our most favorite smoke buddies danica denali tell me about it Oh my gosh, yes! Okay, so a few weeks ago, okay, Princess Havoc, let's talk about her first. She. Smoke Buddy um, number one, that's out. Go ahead. Yeah, I love her. So, me and Princess um, got in contact a few months ago. We had just been chit chatting. Well, one of our, um, well, now our mutual friend, I don't know if you know BBW, um, Julie Ginger. Oh, yes, I know Julie. Okay. So she was in Houston, and so Danica's like, no, Princess said, oh, Julie's in Houston right now. Y'all should link up and go have lunch or something. So when I hit her up, her and Danica had already had plans, so they just, and I met both of them, and since Danica lives by me, we just linked up and doing content together and caring and shooting scenes, so it's been fun. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, 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 so what kind of scenes were you shooting with Danica? Well, we just been doing, of course, a lot of boob stuff with her big L's yeah. and my H's. <laughs> <laughs> you got some big ones, baby. 
with the booty. <laughs> now you got tits and ass. You you, oh, you ain't yes, yes. You you got lady lumps. But go ahead. <laughs> I love my lady lumps. <laughs> oh, they, they're very gorgeous. I, I enjoy looking at them myself. But you know, what I'm saying so. So where where's y'all was shooting? Um, we shot. We were shooting some Christmas stuff, but we're not releasing it until next week because I wanted okay. to get through my birthday. Okay, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Oh my goodness, I yeah, it's funny. She know she have connected with all my smoke buddies. I'm like, damn. It it only made sense for me to interview you and make you a smoke buddy. I mean, you already in the family, so what the fuck? Why oh not? my gosh, yeah, I was that distant <laughs> cousin, but now I'm here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so let me do these particulars and we can get this interview on the road, Miss Lake. Okay, okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for English trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, set a profile, start podcasting today, and all this is for free. I am your host, Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. We done listened to this a million times. Find all my links. I'm talking about my porn links where you can see me laying the pipe to some of these chicks. My music links where you can hear my lyrical ability. And follow me on social media all with one link. I'm talking about allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Damn it, all my links. Y'all should give me some fucking money because I swear I say y'all name all the time. Speaking about sponsors, we have two wonderful sponsors. The first one is lsworld.com. The Facebook of the LS community. Go there today get yourself a profile and start your journey to the life of kink and our other wonderful sponsor is eroticism magazine that's right go to eroticismmagazine.com get yourself a monthly subscription you can get the magazine either paperback or digital and within them page you get to see some of the sexiest ladies from around the world i'm talking about international stars doing some freaky shit so go to eroticism magazine today and subscribe also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, while you on the site, go ahead and get your experience some great shopping. As you get the opportunity to buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops that sell their products on that site. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy to create generational wealth. And... Y'all know what it is. Every Monday night, like clockwork, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm talking about Monday night smoke. Every Monday, I talk to a lovely lady or gent from the industry. As we just don't talk about sucking dick, eating pussy, fucking no. We talk about the business of porn, how the money is made, the real shit, not the bullshit. So go to K97FM. The radio station for adult, for the adult film world, porn world, sex work world, whatever you want to call it or what floats your boat. And catch this smoke every Monday night. And also, I have to announce something. Now, something new to announce. Saturday, Sunday, and on Wednesdays, you get to listen to me on Skyhawk After Dark. That's right. Go to Skyhawk afterdarktv.com and check me out as well as other great podcasts such as the Hanky Panky Podcast as well as Sex Talk with Lily Craven as well as myself. So go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com and catch your smoke over there. Now I'm going to shut up and let this sexy nominated lady introduce herself. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's motherfucking Paisley Hayes. <laughs> how are y'all doing today? <laughs> or how are you doing Bro, today? I am doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I was looking forward to this because it, it, like I said, I didn't realize that you did a podcast. So I said, well, damn, I'm talking to a cam girl, nominated cam girl, and she runs a podcast. So I'm like, well, this is going to be an interesting interview oh, altogether. So, <laughs> so before we get into how you got the business, let's begin with being nominated as your favorite cam girl for for Xbiz. Tell me the feeling, the euphoria that your work paid off to get nominated by and, and, and such a prestigious award at that. Yes, so it's fan nominated, which is awesome. That means all my fans have a good, solid fan base and support system. I like to think. Um, it felt really good because I've been in the industry three years. I just hit my third third um, year mark in November, but it was coming mm-hmm. up on three years, and then I get nominated, so I was like super excited. But it just wasn't starting my podcast. Had I known I was going to get nominated, I would have waited for my podcast. <laughs> I used to say, "Now nah, I would have hold up. Let me. I wanted to get the nomination first. But I think that uh, yeah, because it took up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel you on that. So mm-hmm. it was because it's because it's fan based. Did you realize how strong of a fan base that you have before? You couldn't. You're... No, it, it's probably the app. Really. Um, I was saying you didn't. Okay. What I was saying was, uh, before no. the nomination, did you realize how strong of a fan base that you had? I didn't realize it, no. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I was just like, well, if I get nominated this year, cool. But I didn't think I was actually going to get nominated. And then oh. I kept seeing so many people like retweet, like when pre-noms were going on. I'm like, ooh, well, mm-hmm. maybe I do have a chance. And then I was nominated. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, because to get that nomination means that you're one of the baddest and top and most popular cam girls in the business, you know, period. So that speaks volumes in many ways, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, yeah. So now with that being said, how did we get in the How did you start this business? Okay, so I... I've worked at a lot of places, <laughs> and I actually didn't get started until I was 28, I think. Mm-hmm. I was 28, just about to turn 29 when I got started with this. Okay, okay. Um, I got fired from my job. I was a manager at a fast food restaurant for five years, and I just really manifested it. I kept telling myself... I'm never leaving this job unless they fire me because the pay was great and everything, but the quality of life sucked. So when they Mm -hmm. fired me, I felt like a sense of relief. And then I had no clue what I was going to do. And I had a friend and she was a cam girl. And so I just did my research on what exactly a cam girl was. I spent Mm -hmm. hours watching videos on YouTube, just studying it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. this sounds right up my alley. So Mm -hmm. I started, started on Chatterbait. Oh, most definitely. So, your first cam show, tell me about it. 
Oh, I was nervous because I had never twerked before my first day of camp ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you started so, off twerking. Okay. <laughs> because I knew that's what would sell my ass. Like, I do like my boobs, but I feel like I, my fan base loves my ass more than my boobs. Yeah, why? That ass is like having a new pair of Jordans. Hey, 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 now. I am. Okay, look, I let people think what they want to think because it sells, but I'm really not a pog because I'm not white. Hmm. But people let this blind hair fool them, so I just go along with it. So what's your evanescence? Your evanescence? I'm Creole. Ooh. Oh, yeah, baby. If you Ooh. saw me take that blonde wig off, you'd be like, oh, okay, I see it. I can tell. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's so funny. As a man and, and with, with being around women that have wigs, I swear we can't tell sometimes. Yes. You know, period. <laughs> we can't I tell. Know. Like, you know, period. And I can hear the Creole in your voice now when you said that. Oh. I was like, she don't sound like she's from Texas. She sounds like she's from Louisiana. Yeah, my people are. They're from like Lafayette and Brobridge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, and give me that guarantee. Give me that guarantee. <laughs> Look, I don't have the accent. I think <laughs> I have more of a country Texas accent. <laughs> oh no, I can hear the creep in you and a little bit of Texas, so I, I can. Yeah, hear it but it's definitely the blonde wig. So I was wearing a red wig um, mm-hmm. first, and I looked a little more Latina. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to blonde, and they think I'm a pog. But honestly, it's what <laughs> got me the fan base that I have now. So I'm gonna keep rolling along with the blonde. Hey, hey, it, it because to me, I always said this: the best girls that making this business is girls that can play any ethnicity. Oh know, my period. gosh, yes! And I did not realize that. Period. I did not yeah. know that. Why well, did yeah, think because, about it? Yeah, because. You can give me, because with that being said, you can give me white girl. You can give me mixed black girl. You can give me, mm-hmm. yeah, I can go as far as Hispanic or even Arabic. Okay, yes. Because, and you hit you hit it right on the mark. I get all of those races. Now, I don't get Asian, but I get Arabic. Um, mm-hmm. I get Hispanic and Latina. I get, because mm-hmm. um, I, my hair is like a Puerto Rican, that kind of curliness. Mm-hmm. Um get the little light-skinned girl, Creole girl, I get white, I just get it all. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, yeah, because I, I was like, oh, as soon as you told me you were Creole, I was like, yeah, that explains so, so that means she could play anything. <laughs> she can give you anything. Yes. So you she, know what's so funny? You, is during the time period that I grew up in, it was so hard being like my skin tone because it's so mm-hmm. like, in the mix and I was too black or I was too white or I was this mm-hmm. but in this industry oh my gosh it it totally flip-flops and works wonders yeah because it's, it's kind of like mixed race they catch a, a bad rap sometimes you know mm-hmm. period because especially when it comes to black and white because white don't accept black don't accept hardly you know period. even <laughs> though I hate to tell people we're going to have more mixed people by the time 2025 and 2030 going to hit. Trust me on that. Look at the past 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, I all saw... the races are, like, mixing up. Look at the commercials on TV. Yeah, because you can't see a commercial if it's not a mixed couple. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and a lot of your TV shows involve mixed couples. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's now what used to be not or, not, or frowned upon is now very much so embraced. 
and I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank God my granny like black men. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said, I'm going to get me that boy out of So you say you mean, so basically you, you can for the most yes, part. I, I think I, I go by cam girl and then I also do phone sex and I sell my content and I sell my mm-hmm. panties. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Female that does it all. Had the best chance of making money. Now you also now you don't do hardcore, for what I understand, correct? No, I have never shot my first scene. I actually have been talking to this one guy because I said if I'm gonna shoot my first scene, I would give it to him. Um mm-hmm. but that's still not like a hundred percent sure yet because honestly, I just don't have any interest in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean it I said this time again. I said for a female to survive in this business without fucking the dude, she has to do one or two genres. Okay, well tell me. BDSM. That means we're talking about electric play, the bondage, um, the water sports, the humiliation, all that shit. You know, period. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other is Cameron. Because the way Cameron is set up, you don't need a, you don't need a dude. And it's not mm-hmm. about it's about you and interacting with your fans, you yeah. know, period. And to me, a lady that does cami, she don't necessarily have to dip into the boy-girl arena unless she wants to. Yeah. You feel me? Especially if she knows what she's doing with cami. And mm-hmm. for what I'm seeing, you one that knows what the hell you're doing. don't get me wrong it's a tough industry and when the pandemic hit and you get the Mm -hmm. spring of like the OnlyFans era which Mm -hmm. I had OnlyFans prior to it so like I said I've been Mm -hmm. doing this for three years but when that era hit Cammy kind of slowed down and had to like balance itself back out if that makes sense no I understand because Because it's like everybody was focusing on that Mm -hmm. yeah because one you now have many fans that do have live cam. You now have only fans that have live cam. So webcam and sites don't have the market sold up like it did two, three years ago. You know, period. Meaning that if I wanted to see you on live cam, I had to go to Chatterbait. I had to go to Live Jasmine and, and all those cam sites. Now that yep. when only went live, it kind of opened the door for people to go over there versus chatterbait so do you do live cam on your on your only fans no i stick to just the cam sites when i do live cam i do skype shows um mm-hmm. so if they want me just more more private just one-on-one I definitely skype shows but i just live stream on my cam sites okay 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 so now i love talking to cam girls because it's a different okay. type of of the porn business you know period um mm-hmm. With Cammy, how do you keep it fresh, different, and variety when it comes to Cammy? Because with content, it's different because you're trying to sell a scene. Live Cam, you're selling you. Go. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like the way I kind of keep it fresh is when I first got on, I was more just focused on thinking that everything was sexual. So I was trying to get the guys to like tip me to twerk, tip me to squirt, tip me to play with myself, oil my boobs, stuff like that. 
once I kind of realized it's not just about that. They like me. They fuck with Paisley. So they like to mm. come and just sit and chat and smoke with me. So a lot of people mm. pay me just to sit and talk. And then I, I offer a variety of things. Like I'll do the, um, like the cuck stuff with the guys mm. and the S the small penis humiliation. I have a lot of small dick guys, which I love. Mm. <laughs> that just support me so i get a variety of things and i think having both the body parts definitely helps because you get your boob fan base your ass Mm -hmm. fan base your feet fan base you get the guys that like you to cook the ones that just want to talk to you so between all that they they keep me busy and i think it stays fresh in that way and then i'll try like the other day i don't know if you saw when i did the little doggy thing and i made Mm -hmm. my makeup like a little dog very good makeup, I say. Ad. You you did a very good job with that. You think so? I throw that I together. Think, yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty damn good because a lot of people fuck it up. Let's just be honest. They they don't know how to do makeup or what to call it. You actually look like someone professionally did it for you. To be honest. With oh, you. thank you. I appreciate that. You appreciate what you do. So, with that being said, how many tours you got? How many tours you on? I'm not on any tours. No toys. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Okay. This is embarrassing. I have two. <laughs> but these, these you the first cab girl that I talked to don't have two toys. Rest of them got, got dang a big ass treasure trove. <laughs> I always tell them, I say, hey boys, if y'all want to see me get more toys, you can buy me some, send them to me, and I'll play with them and I don't know. I have one, you know, that's just like the regular dick dildo. And then I have one um, that vibrates on my clit and goes inside my pussy. So. So I'm pretty (laughs) sure you use that for the squirting, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, I can squirt with the other one, too. (laughs) Oh, my good lord. See, see, right now, you're going to have so many motherfuckers want to hit you up trying to do boy girl because motherfuckers want that squirt scene so bad because that shit sells like hotcakes. You know what? Part of me is not really feeling like I have to do it. And another part is just scared. Like, okay, I don't mind mm-hmm. showing my body, obviously. But I'm mm-hmm. scared of just fucking a lot of people. My body count is not high. Well, see, the thing <laughs> I tell girls is this. You don't, it's not about how many dicks you fuck. It's about fucking the right dicks. It's, let me explain what I mean by that. You mm-hmm. fuck dicks with cachet. Dicks that can move the needle for you. Like a Don Prince. Pussy Band, Team VP, Armistice. I can go down the list. Rome Major. Because the point is, if you're going to fuck that dude, you want his fan base. You want some of his fan base. Because it's not about us. Oh, it's yeah. about y'all. You feel me? So that, because I, I had that mm-hmm. conversation with a girl saying, well, I don't want to fuck a lot of dicks, boo-boo. You can fuck three dicks, and that's all you fuck, and you do well. And plus the fact that your business is not based off of content, you can actually use that as kind of a main event feature type situation where you ain't got to shoot as much compared to other girls because your main function is the webcam. Yeah, that makes sense. You feel what I'm saying? Because I tell people, mm-hmm. there's a reason why you do it all. Because if you do it all, you ain't got to do much of one thing for so much because you expand yeah. your territory and your money. Mm-hmm. You know, period. So, yeah, so that's why because it's kind of like, like I tell girls, at some point you, if you want to advance in this business, you will probably eventually want to dip into boy girl. 
but you don't have to dip so much because it's about moderation. See, the biggest misconception that these people make, and this is because OnlyFans pushed this, because you know this, OnlyFans, you can see in emails, you haven't updated in a week, can you post something? <laughs> they, they, they force yeah. you to do it. You know what I'm saying? And make you have to do that. That's because they want the traffic. But not everybody's able to drop content like that. So it's kind of like it's a part of the variety. It's like, okay, I see you do solo, solo. You you got the girl, the girl action, titty play, this, that, third. Then you give them boy, girl. You feel me? Plus, you only been, you've been camming for three years. So basically, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, you're doing what porn companies you lost. Been, I'm sorry. You're doing what most porn companies would say. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, uh-huh. you're doing what most porn producers back in the day said is you build up to that. First, you're giving them pictures. Then you do the webcam. And then you start doing the solo. Then you might do like a hand job. Then you move to boy, girl. You feel me? By that time, you in year three, year four. You know, period. Mm-hmm. But what I tell females is once you introduce that content, remember you have to continue to do it. It's just how much of it that you how much of it you do, who you do it with, is your choice. Yeah. That's- See, that makes sense. And then I also feel like you're right on that. I haven't, I, I don't feel like I need to go straight to boy girl right now because there's so many things I haven't done. I haven't worked with yeah. many girls yet. So mm-hmm. I need to work with more girls. I haven't done professional solo scenes. I mean, I make my own content, but I've never mm-hmm. shot professionally for somebody and did solo scenes. I never just did the mm-hmm. simple, like, jerk-off scenes before we mm-hmm. kind of get there. Yeah, because I tell people, it's sometimes you don't have to jump in the pool. You can just dip your toe in here there, and dip a foot, and then put one leg in, then you put your second leg in. It's It can be a, it's a slow buildup. It's called a rollout. That's a, that that that's the term. Okay. Yeah. You feel me? You, mm-hmm. you know, period. Because it's like, for example, I use Mulan Blossom. Mulan Blossom did fetish for damn near four years. Then she did a boy girl. Then the next thing you know, she's on plumper pads. So it's kind of training. Oh, they reached out fe- to me. <laughs> See, I knew oh, I knew he was gonna reach out to you. I'm not shocked. You fit what he <laughs> likes. So I'm very surprised, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me sure wrong they, now. It's been a few of them that have reached out, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't really do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see, I tell females, do what you're comfortable with. Don't yeah, push yourself. For because, sure. fans, because fans will actually put the pressure on you. How do you handle the fans' pressure? You can't put it. You have fans that probably ask for it. Okay, yeah. So I have a boyfriend, so I'll tell mm-hmm. them. If they want it, but I'll charge a little bit more because it's not something I want to do. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I've done maybe two customs with him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then they ask me, and then I'm just like, well, I really don't shoot that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, they usually just leave it alone. I mean, now they see me yeah. like working with Danica. They request more girl on girl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you just did a girl on girl. They'd be like, "Oh, she got a girl. Can you do it again?" <laughs> yeah. That's how I- well, when we link up and work together, oh my gosh, you just see like the the money that we make. Just it just is great <laughs> having because that extra people- person on there. Because here's the question: What makes more money, titties, big titties, or fat ass? 
Well, if you're asking her, she would say big titties. But if you're asking me, I would say ass because I have both. And I feel like they always choose my ass over my titties. And I have H cups. Yeah. I mean, it, it like put it this way. Uh, no, I can see why they choose the ass. Because, but I like think I it's said, a preference. Mm-hmm. But see, I think the reason why they choose the ass because you got that video vixen body. And it's kind of mm. like they, they, they want to see the booty, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Because like one of the cam girls that I talked to that's from over Romania, they love her ass. They love her ass. Shouts out to Sweetheart Mia, you know. I bet and she's pretty. It, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and she has, uh, she did score mag, you know, period. But that's because mm. she had huge But her money makes her ass. You know, yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like you know. Trust me, I say BBWs that have both ass and tits is rare, because either they're gonna be top heavy, they're gonna be bottom heavy. So with you, you're like that unicorn. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you for sure. And I you're feel like, like if unicorn. you have one or the other, make it work. If you have a big ass and little titties, you you work that ass. Or if you have oh, yeah. uh, big old boobs and your ass is just cute or whatever, work them titties. But I just, over the course of the three years, I would say my ass. But I think mm-hmm. I'm tar- targeted more because I'm, you know, I build up that confidence to twerk and stuff and mm-hmm. learn how to just make it bounce and shit. So yeah, <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this now. I'm doing a lot of dudes love to see you ride that deal though. <laughs> Oh yeah, they like that because knowing that you can twerk and dance. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're a queen when it comes to riding dick. So (laughs) enjoys that. I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna ask you this: How your boyfriend feel if you did jump at the boy girl? Is that something he don't mind or? Yeah, he don't care. He encourages it. That's good. That's good. How it feels to have somebody in your corner that encourages you and supports you in this? Because a lot of girls I mean, don't get that. If it, it does feel good, um, because this industry, first off, people lose their like friends and family, and you know all these mm-hmm. kinds of things. So it's like less and less support. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have anybody on your team, it's probably be hard. You probably would feel more pressured into doing more things mm-hmm. or doing what you don't necessarily want to do. And how much you confide in him for your business decisions? Um, well, I don't confide in anybody, to be honest. Um, okay. With any business decisions that I make, it's all been okay. my choice. Like, don't get me wrong, I'll ask for an opinion. Like, if I want his opinion on something, like, yeah. hey, I'm considering doing this. What you think? But mm-hmm. like, ultimately, I just do something. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this, and he'll say, okay. <laughs> I feel you on that. I can't wait to see you and Princess Happy work together. Gonna look so sexy together. Oh my gosh, she needs to get to Houston, or I need to get to Atlanta. Cause oh my gosh, I've been wanting. She was the first one I was supposed to film with. It's just it didn't really work out because we stay so far away from each other. But I feel like we're gonna see each other soon, definitely in the first half of the new year for sure. Oh, definitely. And two, I'm not even going front. You're scared if you did boy girl. You want to know why? You're gonna be a scary lady when you do boy girl. You want to know why? Why you looking at your the one thing that people don't realize: cam girls are better porn stars 
because they learned how to work the camera before they even got on camera. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. Amen to that because that that goes for the podcast industry too. When yeah. you learn, you get all that practice. You get the and you get acting practice. You get a whole lot of acting practice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. with like role plays and stuff so that mm-hmm. you learn how to work the camera you learn what angles are good because you're what you're constantly just looking at yourself for two or three hours while you sit there and broadcast oh yeah see that's what i'm mm-hmm. talking about so um speak to the key to webcam and his personality because you have a lot of girls that are not very successful in this and Part of this is because they don't have the personality. Speak to having a personality to be able to talk to the fans and talk oh, them into the door yeah. and talk the money out. And what's, what's the next part? And talk the money out of them. <laughs> it's easy. Okay, yeah. It's easy for me because when you learn that it's selling your own personality, hell, that's easy. I could talk mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> and they love listening to me talking. I, like I can sit there and have real conversations with them, and some really appreciate that. They're like, "Man, mm-hmm. you're so easy to talk to." I've had guys confide like some deep dark secrets to me. <laughs> They're just like, "Oh, oh you don't God. judge me," or "Oh, the, I'm like, no, they they like it." <laughs> oh, yeah. I've actually Most helped definitely. two marriages too. So I was excited about that. <laughs> you realize? But yeah, you you if it, you don't have a personality, just go do porn. Shit, you still need a personality for that. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> because pers- because the camera oh, don't lie. Yeah. The camera don't lie. Because even with porn, you got mm. to show and you also got to have chemistry and personality with your partner. You know, period. You just seen the porn scene where you can tell yeah, they did not sense. click. They did not click. You can be like, they didn't like each other. You mm. can just tell. It shows. You know, period. That's why it's important that when you choose with people, you get to know them. You get to, you know, y'all kind of get to a comfortability to where y'all can be able to work. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I guess I didn't think about it like that. Well, I don't think you should be in the sex. I call this whole sex industry a big ass umbrella from stripping Mm -hmm. to escorting, porn, cam. Just concentrating, whatever the whatever your preference is, you gotta have personality for all of that thing, because you gotta be able to master clicking with different kinds of personalities and energies that are brought to you, because each and every single person is different. True that, true that. Because I think that's one thing. Because even with, like I said, the one thing with, but to me, I think camming is a little bit harder because you're by yourself. And now you got to entertain the masses yourself. So if you're not, that's why I said it didn't surprise me when you said you did a podcast and you're doing a podcast. Because to me, yeah. that's a natural, natural succession because you know how hard it is to entertain somebody and nobody else in the room and you may not even see the other guy on the screen. Exactly. You're just typing away. So it, it takes a certain type of talent to be successful in camming itself. Yeah. I would agree with that. <laughs> you gotta have personality. <laughs> and you gotta be able to switch it up and don't be boring. You can't do yeah. the same thing. Every every show is different. 
Like, I come up with little games. Like, we have this balloon game where I'll put prizes inside, and then they tip so much, and then they pop the balloon, they get the prize. I've done Mad Libs games on there with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've done it all. Yeah, because see, the, the thing about it is you got to make it a show. And that's what people understand. It's a can Mm-hmm. So you got to show show me with this, you know, period. And I think a lot of a lot of time I think girls when they see y'all do it, they don't get it. They just jump in. You feel what I'm saying? They don't understand the entertainer, entertainer side of it. Entertainer side of it. Now I've had I've had oh just a twenty to about thirty five people that I've introduced to this world, whether it's mm-hmm. been camming or phone sex. And mm-hmm. none of them have made it because when they see, they think it's easy. But when I mm-hmm. break down all the marketing, all the promoting, how many hours that takes, getting out there, marketing yourself to other people so y'all can cross promote each other, like all this shit takes time. Plus, making the content yourself, editing yourself, getting, making time to sit there and broadcast, making time to sit there and do their custom orders and all this stuff. That shit is work. So yeah. don't let it fool you. It's not easy. It's work. And they don't want to put in the work. They'd rather go back and work their little nine-to-five job and just kind of stay in that lane because it's easier having someone to tell you what to do than to be your own boss. And here, you're, yeah. it's kind of like you're your own boss. Yeah. Because what's interesting, when I talk to a lot of the cam girls overseas, with the, the, two, the two that I've definitely talked to, mm-hmm. they work out of a cam house like a studio house or what have you. Oh, and okay. they said they, they liked it better because it's less distractions. How difficult is it to work from home, Cammy? Well, when and you have a family. <laughs> yeah. When you got kids and stuff, you know, that's just hard. But it, it keeps me motivated because I don't want to go, I don't want to go back to work at Whataburger. I don't want to go mm-hmm. to that. So it, it keeps me motivated, but like sometimes I'll get up in the middle of the night and work when everyone's sleep or when people are gone throughout mm-hmm. the day. I work a lot during the day because my house is mm-hmm. mostly empty. It's this mm-hmm. time that I don't really work because everyone's up and we're having like family time or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. But when you make your schedule and you're consistent and you stick to it, you just get on the routine of, of just being normal. That's like if mm-hmm. you're going to take a job Oh, if you're taking a job that you work from home and you're booking flights or you're doing insurance or whatever, you still have to monitor those distractions and make sure that people in your house understand like, hey, I need this to be quiet time. This is the time I'm going to be doing this or whatever the case is. Oh, yeah. So now let's get to the part of the show where the, I always say the pussies dry up, the dicks go limp. Let's talk business. You said right. the pussies dry up, the dicks go numb. And the dicks go limp, not numb. Limp, limp. limp. <laughs> yeah. All right, because, what's this part all about? I people automatically assume when you start this business, you make a shitload of money. They don't understand the ups and downs of the money by itself. Mm. You know, yeah. period. So speak to the ups and downs with the money. One one month is banging, one month is slow. Mm. And also what you do to pick up to pick up the pace money of making money with webcamming. Because one before you start, it's a different beast than doing content. Yeah. 
So, okay, we're going to talk about this. People think that you get into this and make a lot of money because most people are not honest. They're not going to tell you that they had a, that they worked on cam for three hours and they only made $10. They're not going to be honest and say that. Mm -hmm. So to the outside, they're like, ooh, tokens are just being thrown. But you do have those fucked up days where it's like, damn, I've been on here an hour. I ain't made not one token. What is going Mm -hmm. on? Like, I'm dancing. I'm trying to entertain them. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Personally, like I said, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. So if camming was my only thing, I'd be fucked. But since I could easily just, okay, it's slow on cam. I've been on here two hours. Okay, pause cam. Let me log on to Night Flirt and take phone calls and do my phone texting. Because that's also, kind of, I don't know if you know much about Night Flirt. But oh, no, trust me. Night flirt. I've been in this business 15 years. Actually, I used to, I used to tell girls, yeah, get yourself an account and go ahead and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, and then I have a solid, I still have a solid fan base where honestly, I have guys hitting me up every day about Skype shows, literally mm-hmm. every single day of the week, about three to five, at least, and I charge fifty dollars per show, so I at least make a little mm-hmm. bit of money there. <clears throat> and then. If all else fails and I get on Night Flirt, I'm not making calls, and I get on cam for two hours, and I'm not making no money, you know what I do? What you do? I take I take me about an hour off to clear my mind and not have those negative thoughts about worrying about money, and I take my ass and get right back the fuck on, because guess what? When you do that, you're going you're gonna to make your money. It's about sitting there, and girls and guys don't want to sit there on cam for hours and not make nothing, but if you sit there, I guarantee you, it's going to come. So if you find yourself getting frustrated or down in the dumps because you're not making what you need to make, take you a mental break, get off for about an hour and get back on. Or if it's the morning time, get on at night or take you a nap and wake up in the middle of the night. Cause sometimes I'll be on till 10 o'clock at night. Haven't made no money. I'll sleep till about 2 AM, get up, brush my teeth, get back on by two 30 and boom, keep it rolling. Cause you make the money, but you have to be present and you have to be willing to do that. Yeah, because I, I from talking to Roxanne Miller, she like because she runs a cam house, and she tell the okay. girl she would like take a break, always be chipper, always be happy, always look sexy, always mm-hmm. look good. Now speaking about that, I see you take time and pride in your look. That's very oh, important. Yes, we can speak to that. Well, for starters. I, if you're a natural girl, I respect that, but you need to make up for not wearing makeup in your outfit and your background. And like, you don't want to just a plain white wall, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you, you want to take pride in your setup and make it a whole experience. Um, but when I get on cam, my wig, I don't just get on any kind of way. I make sure mm-hmm. my wig is laid on there real good. I do my makeup. I smoke, obviously. <laughs> Welcome to the Smokers Club. <laughs> smoke is over. And... Go ahead. <laughs> so I'll smoke, and then, you know, I'm in a good mood by then. I'm just, like, ready to get on there. And, oh, and you have to wear something sexy. You don't just get on in anything. <laughs> so I keep me, during a cam show, I might change two to three times. And I'm on broadcasting maybe three to four hours. Because, yes. you know, it starts Ooh. getting wet down there. <laughs> you got to change Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you should be squirting. How, how, how strong of a squirt are you? 
Okay, so I'm not the kind where, you know, they squirt straight out like a whole waterfalls. Mine mm -hmm. kind of, I would describe it as it, once it gets to going, you see it all just comes spilling out of me. So, so you just puddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know something, I ain't gonna fret. I like either way, but I think puddle, puddle is more sexier because it's kind of like when you see the faucet squirt, it's 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 just more of how can I put this shock value than the puddle. The puddle just more like so but yet sexy. Yeah. So They're like, mm -hmm. damn, she didn't have to be. <laughs> because the puddle is what you're gonna get from your girlfriend. Right. You're not getting that big the, it's shock value though, and it, it sells and it's great. And the girls that can make their pussies do that. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's so wonderful. I wish I could. But I feel mm -hmm. like it's more of like the girlfriend kind of thing. When they feel like, oh yeah, she's coming good and it's like natural and you're coming for me and oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So how important is it to be a sex symbol when it comes to webcamming? It's not important. Okay. I well personally I don't think it's important because you have girls that get on here and you don't have to be sexy like sometimes like i said sometimes i get on and i just talk and i just shoot the shits mm -hmm. literally and i just talk to them like i'm their homeboy and they will pay me to talk to them <laughs> yeah which but, in terms normalizes you in many ways yeah i like that better than the girls that are just you know let's let's just think about it if you're sitting on cam for just say three hours are you really just with a smile on your face for three whole hours? Is that really just realistic? Like, hey, daddy, I'm here. Like, the whole time. I don't think that's realistic. I like to show realism. I always tell my supporters, they're really the only people that's getting 100% of me. They're just getting a fake name. But you're getting mm -hmm. the real me. Mm -hmm. So, hey, I burp on cam. I keep it real. Like, if shit's fucked up and they ask me how's my day going, I'm not... Of course, I don't get on there venting like I'm a sad pity party. But yeah. at the same time, I keep it real. I be like, hey, shit's fucked up today. It's not going how I want to go, but I'm on here with you guys. Let's have some fun. I'm ready to pop some pussy for y'all. <laughs> yeah, and that what they want. They want realism. They want yeah. realism. And and especially when it comes to camp. It's a difference. See, people don't realize when it comes to porn, they want a reality-based fantasy. When they come to camera, they want real live at the time action. That's why they, they tune yeah. in. You mm -hmm. know, period. And and to me, that's what makes the difference between the two. Because it's funny, you have girls that sit there record their cam show. And they think they're going to get the same sales that they would with the camming with the content that they made. But it's not the same because when you do content, you're actually going you're, you're drawing a different type crowd base that you would when it comes to camping. Yeah. You know, because like with camping, you got to just surf from room to room until they get caught or they stop or they, or, or, or you done caught, you done caught their attention. They want to sit for a minute, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. So to me, I, to me, I, I think I give cam girls all the credit. That's why I said that's the only genre other than BDSM that a girl can get away without fucking a dude and make money and still make, you know what I'm saying, make uh, headway. 
and even become an influence, even somewhere to the point famous, you know, period, yeah. without having to fuck a dude. Now, yeah. would you need to fuck a deal, though? Probably so. But <laughs> but you wouldn't have to it's fuck different. a dude because, yeah, because you can't really interact by being fucked with a dude, being fucked by a dude. Unless you just very good multitasking or he just got terrible dick. But that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you, any request, have you had any requests for a live sex show before? Yes, but they never want to pay what I ask for. Mm-hmm. It's funny. They so, always want some shit and want to be cheap about it. Ain't that fucked up? And this is a luxury. Any sex worker, porn, if you're paying to watch that, paying for OnlyFans, paying for a cam girl, paying for an escort, it's a luxury service. Yeah. We need to make pussy expensive again. I'm all on that team. Now with these cheapos. You ain't lying because even when I, I think about how much the webcam because even before OnlyFans got saturated, webcam got saturated. I oh, remember what yeah. girls used to make just off a two hour cam show. They were sitting there clocking G's. Bands out this mm-hmm. motherfucker. You know, period. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said females that stick with it, the ones that stick with it, they understand it's a passion and it's a career. Webcam is a career. Fuck what you heard. I don't care nobody. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is. Now, speaking about careers, you actually added something to your career. Of course, you a podcaster. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big doobies mm-hmm. to dollars. <laughs> so what made you expand into podcasting? These perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I got to give them all the credit. I, I have to give them all the credit. And then when I started getting females that are in this industry that follow me, mm-hmm. between them and the perverts, they're like, because everyone tells me I'm so easy to talk to. They love talking to me. And then all the girls will be like, start a YouTube channel, Paisley. Start one. And I'm just like, y'all think so? Me? All right. <laughs> hey. And so... I just decided, you know what? I'm in Houston. Mm-hmm. Like Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, LA. Like it's so many people in like the music industry and mm-hmm. um, just people out of doing big things, especially in Houston that I could interview. I've had so many different interviews on so many. It's not just with the sex world. Like I've interviewed mm-hmm. rappers and music artists, producers, mm-hmm. and, like, people that are mm-hmm. getting plaques and shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess, let me just drop a, some of my biggest ones. <laughs> you yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, hell yeah. Come. Okay. Then I do a link of some rap music that I do. Oh, duh, duh. I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had um, DJ Chose, Son of Four Vegas. Yeah. Um, oh, shots out of stuff for Vegas, North Carolina. Got them million dollar baby entertainment. What? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, you know that song, Then Leave, Get That Bread, Get That Hair. Yeah. You know that song? Yeah. I, her, her name's Quindom Come. A lot of people don't yeah, know if I name, but when I tell them that, they're like her. So those have been like my biggest rap artists. I also had the heavyweight champ Juan Adams, um, a professional MMA. Um, oh shit! Dude. I'm jealous. Um, pretty privileged, motherfuckers. Yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So he was my first athlete, and of course, 
big shout out to all of the sex workers because they got me the most views. So shout mm-hmm. out to every sex worker that's been on my platform. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to see if you know this too, right? How much, if you notice how much the public is now wanting to hear our stories, hear the behind the scenes of the business lately. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, it's the time for it, for sure. So I yeah. encourage all sex workers, even if you're new, even if you've only been in the game six months, find you some um, podcasts to go on. Because people want to know yeah. what you're really like and who you really are. Yeah. They want to know your personality. Mm-hmm. And then it's more exposure. Even if they're a small podcast, like it's still exposure. Because if their podcast blows up, guess what? You're on their podcast. Somebody's going to come find you. Or vice versa. If you blow up, mm-hmm. you're helping the podcast out. And I'm yeah. big on cross-promoting. you about to see me. you about to be cross-promoting a hell of a lot. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Because 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 not only promoting you, cross promoting your uh your webcam, but also your pod. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I get the opportunity yeah. to be on there one day, you know. Oh, you will stuff. be on there. I need to get oh. you we can do it over the um Zoom one, but I want yeah, you in person too. Um, oh no, oh, oh I plan to do you in person. We're gonna figure that out because that's the only why I ain't really done no video podcast because I rather do it in person versus Zoom. But oh, I do Zoom yeah. for you. Do Zoom for you or what have you, but like I said, it just to me what I love about podcasting is that I get to be me, I get to be unapologetic, you know, and and really tell my experiences. And also, what I love about podcasting with ladies like you is that people get to see us as humans, as as people, not yeah. just as not just as cam girls they see that we do have families we do have kids we do have nine to fives we we have fucking feelings and opinions and we're smart yep yep you know kill stigmas that's the whole purpose of all these podcasts to begin with yeah i really appreciate the podcast like doing sex workers because i reach out to some to try to get interviewed for like paisley hayes and mm-hmm. uh, mm, they won't interview sex workers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do you not realize that if you interview a sex worker, they're going to bring you more views than these other people? You're going to see your views just go the fuck up. So why are you blocking money you could bring them from you and exposure that they could get? Hell yeah. And then, too, also, people don't realize podcast is a great way to, to promote your business. So if you're a sex worker, hello. Hello. <laughs> Subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because see, the thing of it is, is that one, you on YouTube, and this is why I told somebody: podcasters, we're on the bigger platforms than that are OnlyFans, many vids, all the motherfuckers. Because yes. that platform is just for sex workers. So when you go on a podcast, you're being introduced to a broader audience mm-hmm. that. Makes- is and you might net sales and traffic because of it. See? Yep. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. Yes. Especially if you put your stuff in the description. So on every single one of my videos, you'll notice in the description is everything, mm-hmm. you know, of course all my podcast links and whoever my guest is, I put their mm-hmm. links, but I also put my hubster. So when you click mm-hmm. on my hubster, you go to all my links and you see like, okay, oh, she does this. Oh, okay. And you might learn yeah, something. I do. <laughs> That's why I said all my links 
and hubsters, y'all need to start giving some fucking money to some of those podcasts. I swear to God, we plug y'all. But anyway, <laughs> hell yeah! I think like the podcast world and sex world uses them the most. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. because when you think about it, you you they in a podcast that don't have even Linktree, all my links, or hubsters. Mm-hmm. But to, to, to sit there, so I'm gonna ask you this: Is your podcast only on YouTube? Do you have audio anywhere? No, I do have all of my audio saved on USBs from every single one mm-hmm. that I've done. Um, mm-hmm. Because honestly, I just didn't know where to go besides YouTube. I know I can get on Spotify, I can get on Amazon, I can get on an Anchor. Anchor. Just learned about that. But I yeah. can get on these, but I just, I didn't know how. And then honestly, that's just a lot of work. Just since April, I've interviewed over 150 people. Mm-hmm. And I had the same. I had the same conversation with Lily Craven. Put your audio on Anchor, on Spotify, and everything. You want to know why? Monetization, another check, baby, another check. Okay. And I haven't got there yet with my podcast because you know YouTube, you have to be at a thousand subscribers, and I'm about oh. three twenty right now. But see, with Anchor, you don't have to do that. Once you get because. The listeners, so you 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 be a, you be monetized in about two days from dropping one or two episodes quickly. Dang. And okay, I'm gonna talk I'm to you sad. about that off there because I want to know what yeah. the numbers are like. Yeah, because understand this because with me, I tell anybody when you start a podcast, look at your growth. Don't worry about numbers. And I can see and say this first year, the fact that I'm on good pod, and I found out that I'm ranked fifth. On it for independent podcast that's about sexuality and eighth. And when I sat there and thought about it, I said that's huge because how many podcasts is on that platform that I'm beating yeah, out? That's good. You know what I'm saying? So and I tell people, no, get your podcast monetized, get the audio one monetized. You can do it to anchor, it's free. And you can be making money while people are listening and downloading. And I say this again. Women is going to make more money than men in this business. Hello, I'm sorry. Because one, you're going to attract a women fan base way quicker than we would, and you're going to get them in. Yep. <laughs> if they're consistent. Yeah. So, and, yep. and and like I said, all this is, and I tell people, do it at your pace. You know, period. Because to me, that's the one thing I tell people. Because it's funny what I love about podcasting versus porn. No. Not too much, not too much competitive nature in it. My God, the competitive nature in porn is just ridiculous. Ugh. I'm like, I'm sitting there listening to and say, yeah, everybody in Vegas got beef. I'm like, how are you got beef in porn? If we fucking, it's not we supposed to be love okay. and sex. What the fuck? And <laughs> until until I gained porn star friends, just say recently, yeah. I've I've acquired maybe like five or six porn star friends, and then they uh, tell me this, and I'm just like, really? Like, yeah. I'm just, just amazing. I'm like, I'm like, what y'all competing for dicks? Because uh, <laughs> it ain't money. <laughs> what the fuck? It, it, you know what I'm saying? But but that's just the craziness about about our business, you know. Mm-hmm. Period. But like I said, I mean, to me, it's, but like I said, that it, it just, to me, it feels good that I'm seeing that a lot of people, a lot of us are right now drifting into the podcasting world, which in turn is now making a new genre within podcasting. Because yeah. 
most of the podcasts that talk sexuality and porn, they don't do porn. They don't webcam. Yeah. They don't do it. So you're not hearing it from a first-hand standpoint. You're hearing it from a second-hand. Yeah. You know, so to me, I'm like, when you told me you had a podcast, then I went to check it out. I said, oh, my God, I'm just She does video. <laughs> <laughs> And I watched it, I said, oh, your shit good. You very entertaining. Thank you. You all the boxes old. So I, I said, oh, yeah, she got to come on. Yeah, she's a smoke buddy. It's official. I'm not even going to ask. I'm telling you. Yeah. You'll be back on the episode. You'll be back a couple of times. For, for sure. <laughs> and same with mine. I definitely got to get you on there. We'll do, I guess, definitely. a video chat. And we're going to, where are you at? In Atlanta? I'm in North Carolina. Where are you? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, that's why you were like, shout out North Carolina. Yeah. See, yeah, I know Stunner for Vegas. He's from my neck of the woods. He's from North Carolina. Oh, that's fun. Baby. That's and J. Cole. P.D. Pablo. North Ooh, Carolina. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> that was my brother. Yeah, what... I'm sorry. Yeah, nah. They got some talent coming from out there. Yes. Yeah, Rena Ricci. She's from South Carolina. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's, it's, I remember when she was first coming out, you know, and then I heard she got signed. I said, oh, shit. But it's about time because they've been skipping over North Carolina for fucking ever, yo. You know, yeah. period. Because even with me, even with when my days when I was really in the music industry, me and my boys were getting mentioned in the source. One of my boys, he actually did, and they were getting the deal. You know, so the town is still, you know, period. Fantasia, F. That's my man, bro. I was so happy he came out with a new album. I played the shit out of that motherfucker when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I oh, yeah, but like we do said, need I, to get you to Houston. Oh, oh I plan to because it's crazy because I know so many people in Houston. It's I know I gotta take a trip to New York, Atlanta, Vegas, and definitely Houston. Because so we need to take a only- little tour together because I need to go to all them places. Now, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. Podcasters tour. I was so fucked up with that thought process. I said, how do you do a tour as a podcaster? And I'm sitting there seeing Rory and Maul doing the tour. I'm sitting here seeing Poor Minds doing the tour. Horrible decisions. I love me some Mandy B and Wheezy. They up there selling out shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like we're the new music. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's kind of, and I feel like it's, it's even better. Like if we were to link up and do one together, do you know how many, how much content we could get? Oh my god, we'll murder it. Yeah, we'll murder it. Oh my goodness, and then and plus the is landing now. I'm talking about what, uh, what call her? What she said? Call call her daddy. That motherfucker got sixty million. I said what? Oh yeah. <laughs> I said, damn it. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, because that's the biggest discussion that they have: independent versus being with a network being signed. And it's funny when I hear that conversation. I'm like, look, let them. I was signed. Is that Spotify company talking about some ten million? Motherfucker, I signed that shit. Oh, I signed. Yeah. I'm like, ten ten million. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's why I'm like, oh somebody want to come take over? I got a nice investor, okay? <laughs> yeah, because because to me, because to me, I think, and then too, I'm pretty sure since you've been doing the pod, your business has picked up. 
because the trap that you probably generated from YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Hands mm-hmm. down. Because You cut off. You cut off from me. No, I said, I said, I got merch and everything, so I'm pretty sure you got merch coming for yours eventually. (sighs) Okay, that's been a struggle because I feel Mm -hmm. like too many people get merged too soon, and I don't feel like with Paisley Hayes or with Doobies to Dollars. Am I there yet? I just don't know, though. With, Maybe I could be. Because with me, the only reason why I got the merch was the, is the what if. If the podcast got popular, I already have it in place. So I ain't got to build it. It's already there. Oh, yeah. You know, See, that's it, too. You know? Because to me, it's kind of like, even when I had a Patreon, which eventually I left Patreon, um, which trust money wise for a second because I had to convince my subscribers to subscribe to to uh my premium smoke room on anchor because now they allow you to have a subscription base along with your podcast to where you have premium content a certain amount of money to listen to your extra shit. You know, mm. period. A premium podcast. So it's like and trust me, I that's the other beauty of Anchor. People, I have subscribers, you know what I'm saying? Which, of course, you'll be doing the episode. You will be doing a premium smoke episode at one point. Trust me on that, okay. fellas. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, and and, and 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 two, also, I love telling people about podcasts and certain things that they could easily do that could make money or what have you. I know for a fact that if you probably did a subscribe base, you probably do well because I'm pretty sure that your the base that you got will subscribe like a motherfucker. I'm pretty, okay. I'm pretty sure. Because yeah, I'm gonna check out Anchor for sure and ask you yeah. what questions I got. Because oh, I I'm here. I, okay, yeah, I think I'm, that I'm could here. definitely help. What what my girl over to you say? I got time today. <laughs> you got time when you talk. Hey Bob, you know I need to know this. Oh, give me a second. Let me call you. What you need to know? Because yeah, literally, she always come to me about stuff. Like to, she. Was having an issue because with because she forgot to tell people to download the app mm-hmm. in order for them to be able to accept the invite, you know. And I don't mind, you know, because it's about knowledge. Because I learned it, but I didn't learn it because someone told me. I learned by watching these other podcasts how it worked, mm-hmm. you know. Prayer from Joe Button to to Lovely T to um. Um, I even, you know, drink champs and all that shit, you know, even from interviewing okay, style. Okay, yeah. See, you I know, watch, I watch No Jumper, Vlad, say cheese. Yeah, yeah, and Vlad is, it, it, people give Vlad such a hard, look, isn't that his fault these dumb motherfuckers come on in and tell all they goddamn business? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, they be killing me with that. Oh, yeah. well, after 22, this damn thing, I'm like, man, look, stop with that shit. Just because they white and these black motherfuckers come on here and want to tell every murder that they did, that ain't on them. That's them dumb motherfuckers. Real gangsters move in silence. Yeah. Last I- you hear me? <laughs> Check yeah, all the billionaires. Yeah, because um, the only that 
Because well, I like what you just said, because you actually interview people other than the sex workers, the athletes, rappers, and, which is good because I'm the same way. I interviewed a gamer, a, you might well say she's a healer. Um, Shouts out to Lucia Gabriella. And I had the pleasure of interviewing, um, God, I, I, damn, I forgot his damn name, Chris Anders, who happens to be the director for the old ways, which is a a, a horror flick that was on Netflix. Oh, so okay. you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of like you know, with you when you when you came up with how to do your podcast, how you came up with the name and what you wanted it to be. Um. Well, I knew I I wanted it to be something non-sexual because if you see me on there, I'm like in basketball shorts and my forces yeah. and. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to do that. I wanted it to be involved, like, something smoker-based, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then I just thought, like, doobies to dollars, because think about it. When you're on a budget and you want to smoke, what you go scrounging up? Your doobies, right? And then it's, like, from doobies to, like, making dollars. So it just made sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to go from these little... Like going from rags to riches, I guess is kind of a play on words with like doobie dollars. That's what I know. Hell yeah, because do it. And then when I thought of how I wanted to do a podcast, I guess because I watched so much of No Jumper, <laughs> yeah, Joe and like all these other podcasts, I'm just like, I think I want to interview people. I think I'd be good at it. So I took the focus from off of Paisley Hayes. To like these other people, but still selling my personality in the mix. So, mm-hmm. hell, it worked out for me. Well, it's working for me. It ain't all the way worked out, for oh, me, but it's gonna get there. And mark my words, AVN in the next two or three years is going to awards. They're going to have a podcast award on their show because too many of us is popping up, and there ain't no way in here that they're not going to pay attention to that. You know, okay. period. Because I like just off the top of my dome, I already talked to three girls that already started their podcast. You know, Erica Love, uh, Curvy Mary. She got uh what she call her? D- Dangerous Curves. I just love that. Um, Erica she she does TikTok. And and, and I love her concept where basically by ten minutes after ten minutes of conversation, Ooh. the tits come out. <laughs> I told her, I said, oh, my God, that is just, but, you know, and to me also, it, it makes you become more creative, you know, period. I, I just love it, man. I love pod. That's just me. So, and two, also, you got to be damn entertaining to hold people's attention for 30 minutes to an hour. I'm just saying. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? <laughs> Your audio set out. But it's all good. It, it happens. That's why I tell, that why I tell people, you know, all I'm going to do is when we cut out, I just see the link just punch right back. Hello? Easy peasy. One, two, three. Easy. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes it, like, like, I tell people, 
And when you get when you get cut off, I'm just gonna see the link. We get back to it, you know. Period. Okay. So, cool. and we've been on here for a strong hour anyway. Yes, we've been on here for a strong hour anyway. So, with that <laughs> being said, tell everybody where they can spend some money on you. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, you can definitely follow me on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Paisley H. Um, they can find me on Twitter at Team Hazebud, on Snapchat at Fans of Paisley. And uh, let's see, where else can they find me? <laughs> Just Google mm-hmm. Paisley Hayes, you can find me. <laughs> see that right? Google her, motherfuckers. She she's that important. She can be Google. So I enjoyed this. God knows I enjoyed this. And you will be back. And you are official. I'm so smoke glad I got buddy. to meet you. I'm so glad I got to meet you too. You know what I'm saying? And and two When's your birthday? I'm, April twenty first, I'm a Taurus with Aries traits. Okay. <laughs> and you well, we know your birthday, so you your Zoyak sign would be Well, I'm a Sagittarius. Okay, say no more. See, we get that's why we get along. See, I'm definitely on that Aries cusp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm, yeah, right there at the cutoff. You know what I'm saying? So, like that's why I said part of me is Aries and part of me is uh-huh. Bulls. So, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. So, once again, <laughs> as you hear people, I have a new smoke buddy and another pod, mommy, the pod with. This is a beautiful, this has been a great first year. I'm sorry. It's been a great first year. I love it. So, that being said, people, you know how we end this. Every day, all day. Life is a learning experience. It's a point experience you didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, mama. Hell yeah. Thank you for having me. No doubt. And we'll be doing this again very, very soon. Take care. Okay, cool. Sounds great. You too. All right. All right, baby.